Hello, everyone. Welcome to I Cringe. I'm your host, Rachel Higginbotham, and it is time to cringe. <laughs> I am joined with my bestie, Kenley Everett. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Kenley, tell us a little bit about yourself, but mm, yeah, it has to be funny. Nothing about your major. Hi, my name is Kenley Everett. I'm a political science major. Hi, Kenley. <laughs> this is my fourth semester here at BYUI. Wow, this is so entertaining. I know, it's <laughs> so funny. That's it. Wait, is there anything interesting about you or no? Um... There's a part of my face that's paralyzed, so like I can't feel anything. But like I tell that's people, so quirky. I tell people that, and then they ask me right after if they can slap me. <laughs> and I have to tell them no because my whole face isn't paralyzed; it's only a small portion. Where just your lip? Yeah. So if we hit you like on your lip, then you're fine. Please don't okay. hit me, <laughs> please. <laughs> okay, let's get into it, Kemley. What's your craziest, this cringiest BYU Idaho story? Tell me. For the purpose of this story, I'm gonna change this guy's name because I don't know if he still goes here or not. Is I'm gonna call him Rico. So I meet Rico in my intro to comparative politics class. That's so I, romantic. I know it's so fun and interesting. We're not even in the same group because we're put in groups in that class, and he's kind of just like staring at me, and I'm like, okay. Was he like? at least no oh well because i feel like the cuter they are like the less stalkery it is well the thing is is that i'm in a relationship at this time oh okay so, so i'm in a relationship with my ex he was waiting to go on his mission so he's back home so we're doing long distance and i break it off with him like a couple months later but at this moment i'm still i think i'm gonna marry this kid which is the cringiest thing of all is that i thought i was gonna marry someone who looks like the human embodiment of a q-tip <laughs> <laughs> so it's true though yeah back to the, the tooth gap <laughs> you're kidding <laughs> the red hair Ew. Balding. yeah like you're really gonna like date the balding version of ed sharon like okay <laughs> you do you i guess <laughs> let's not talk about that bad decision so this kid he's looking at me and so the class is over and he immediately walks up to me and he's like I don't even remember how he, like, striked up the conversation. I think he was like, what was your name again? And I was like, Kenley. And he's like, hi, I'm Rico. And he starts, like, asking me, like, like, oh, what's your major? Like, why are you in the class? And I'm like, I'm a political science major. He's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to be a lawyer. He's like, I'm like, like, the majority of the class here. So I'm like, <laughs> what do you? And at this point, we're walking out, and I'm trying to, like, get rid of him. But this dude, he cannot take a hint to save his poor little life. So I ask him what he wants to do. And he goes, well, I want to be a political commentator influencer. <laughs> does that mean and he's like yeah i want to like intern for ben shapiro and i was like you are talking to the wrong person right now you are trying to start like you're really gonna flex that with, with me dude so i was like oh 
cool. Not trying to be like, please leave me alone. Oh my gosh. No, I'm trying to be nice to this kid. And so we're like outside of the building and I don't have a class after this. And I'm trying just to like go to the apartment before I have to go to work. But then I'm like, oh, I need to go to the school store to like get a notebook for this class. And he follows me to the school store and we're talking the entire time. It's not like a bad conversation, but like, honestly, the entire time I'm just like, I want to be alone. I don't want to be talking to you because you're five six <laughs> it's always the short guys always he's the definition of a short king i'm gonna now list off some characteristics of things he told me so that summer before he started school he did summer sales <laughs> he's five six i'm reiterating this being and, five six is literally a personality trait yeah and he is from ohio <laughs> <laughs> Moment of silence for everyone who's from Ohio. That's really rough for you. Like, why didn't he lie about it? Say he's from somewhere that's not Ohio. Like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> I know. This is even worse. And he's like, yeah, I do parkour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would rather be anywhere else in the world than here right now. And he's wearing shorts and there's snow on the ground. Ew, he not one of those. Like a middle schooler. <laughs> Like, you know, like, did the, he have the tall socks? The tall socks, <gasps> no, the basketball shorts, like the BYU repping the Y shirt, dude. No, we're in the school store. He keeps talking to me. I'm trying to think, like, should I mention that I have like boyfriend? But I'm like, I'm not gonna strike this guy down because, like, what if he's just like a cool guy to be a friend with? And my boyfriend at the time told me, like, that he was okay with me going on dates. That was a lie. He told me, like, go on dates with other guys while we're on our mission. I just don't want to hear about it or else I I'll get insanely jealous. Or else I'm going to <laughs> verbally assault you for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts talking about the Hilkamora pageant. No. Uh... <laughs> His mom is, like, in charge of the Hilkamora pageant, like, the dancing or whatever. And how he got to go, like, every single summer. How amazing it was. And he started to, like, make me feel bad that I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I've never heard of that before. He's like, how have you never heard of the Hilkamora? You never, like, dreamed of going ever since you were a little kid? I'm like, I'm a convert, <laughs> dude. Also, nobody dreams of going to the Hilkamora pageant. I mean, I was in it, but it was, like emotionally draining because they say oh be an alma convert b because uh you taught all the old ladies how to dance and they get a better part than you <laughs> because we hate you that all went over my head <laughs> no but i've also learned one thing is that on this campus you need to know who you're speaking to when it comes to the hilkamora pageant because i bet uh, i'll get to my ex later but he also verbally assaulted me for 30 minutes about me insulting the hilkamora pageant <laughs> Nauvoo is better, but yeah. yeah. Then I we have fire on the stage. <laughs> We're so much better than Nauvoo. We have fire on the stage. Yeah, you can't feel the spirit, but <laughs> yeah, the church is going to cancel us, but we have fire. <laughs> so then we get to I'm checking out. He starts talking about his OCD, and I'm like, okay, dude, way to be like up front. And I'm like, yeah, I go through some of that, those things too. And then he starts trauma dumping. And I'm just trying to walk back to my apartment now. Now he's trauma dumping. He's like, yeah. My dad's a piece of crap and all this stuff. And I don't have no positive male figures in my life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening to me right now? So then we walk to my apartment. He walks me to my door, to my door. And then he asks me for my Snapchat by grabbing my phone, shoving my phone in my face to unlock it. And then just adding himself on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, bye. And then he leaves. And I walk into my room and I'm like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And so I'm like, whatever. Maybe I can like... And he just starts immediately Snapchatting me like doubles, triples, quadruples. And 
one thing about like me right that, after you walk in the door yeah i don't have snapchat anymore because i don't like snapchat i don't like texting i don't like constant communication stresses me out i'd rather you just call me so i'm like whatever this kid might just be a nice friend to have in one class whatever maybe i'll hang out with him so then and this is a monday wednesday friday class so i get to wednesday and i'm in the class before my intro to comparative politics class i'm in my american government class and he's in there too <gasps> he you have two classes with him two classes with him back to back monday wednesday friday ricodemus no <laughs> <laughs> not ricodemus <laughs> He sits right behind me and he's like, hey. And I'm like, oh, sweet Lord. Lord, grant me strength this day. I have a boyfriend. And I don't know how to make that more obvious. He was like, on oh, my phone case. Like, he was like, the pull right <laughs> on my phone case. But like, I guess he didn't. He chose not to see that. We were talking the entire way to the interoperative politics class. Another thing about me is that I don't really know how to have conversation with people I don't really know. Like, I'm not one of those people who's going to walk up to a rando and be like, so what's the color of your toothbrush? I hate that. You don't do that? What's wrong with you? Yeah, because I'll be in the apartment with our friends and I'll be talking for like minutes. Minutes and minutes and minutes. Someone tries to interrupt me and I'm like, no. Someone else is talking and I'll interrupt them. But like with a rando? No. And he's like, why didn't you Snapchat me last night? Uh. And I'm like, oh, I just wasn't on Snapchat. But I'll, I'll Snapchat you back. So we get to my intro career apologist class and he's looking at me the entire time in this other group. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to like look back at him and be like, come on, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. Because you know, my entire life, I've always been taught, don't be rude to guys, even when they're creeping you out. Which like, that's wrong. Yeah, that's how people get murdered. Let's <sighs> normalize girls being able to say like, hey, I'm not interested in you. Let's normalize girls feeling comfortable. Yeah. And I'm not interested in this guy at all. So I don't think that it's like pertinent for me to mention at this time that I have a boyfriend and stuff. Because I'm like, okay, he's just going to be a friend in the class. But, like, we have two classes a day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like, that's hours of seeing each other. And so then after this class, he's like, hey, do you want to get lunch? And I was like, oh, not really. I was like, oh, I have to get ready for work. He was like, no, let's just get lunch. Let's get lunch. Let's go get lunch. I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't think I have a choice at this moment right Chick-fil-A? now. Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A! <laughs> Yeah, so then we went to Chick-fil-A, and he paid for me, and I'm like, no, dude, this is a day. No, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm a dirty, dirty cheater (laughs) going on this forced date. And he, in the entire time on this date, is talking about the Hillcomore pageant. No. So boring. Talk another thing about himself is that he loved to talk about himself. Oh, I forgot his name. One thing he told me was that he kept saying, I'm a pretty intelligent guy. I'm a pretty attractive guy. I'm a pretty charismatic guy. I'm a pretty funny guy. Who says that about yourself? Who says that? Who says that to a person they just met? He was saying that the day before when he was in the school store. I was thinking, like, full of yourself. It's all the parkour and the brain. <laughs> I am trying to subtly text my roommates, like, call me, tell me there's an emergency so I can go home. <laughs> and so, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel and our roommate, Savannah, call me and say that there's a flood in the apartment. One of the greatest lies ever, <laughs> ever. There's a flood. most definitely Savannah's idea. Yeah. Who comes up with the idea that there's a flood in the apartment? Usually when, for the guys who are listening, when a girl says, oh, my roommates told me that I need to go home. If you haven't learned this by now, if you've never experienced this, this means that you're like a decent guy. If you have experienced this. Oh, Rip in the chat. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> 
buddy. He might want to reshape that personality really fast. You are the problem. <laughs> no, but when a girl says, oh, my roommates need me to come back. Roommates means that she just texted five minutes before, call me in five minutes and tell me there's an emergency so I can leave. We've all done it. Every single girl has done it. And so I have them do it and they're like, okay, fix the flood. And then he's like, okay, yeah, let's go back and fix that flood then. And I'm like, let's? As in, let, let us? <laughs> no, dude, that was, this is my way out. So then I have to be texting again. I said, you need just call me again and tell me that it's not that, that there's just a girl emergency happening so this guy does not come back with me to my apartment again. And so they do. And so then I have to come up with like a lie right on the spot about like why they told me one thing and then it's another. So I said, yeah, my roommates like to tell me like that like a major emergency is happening. So I'll rush home really fast and then be like, it's actually just a girl issue, like a period issue or whatever. It makes it sound so toxic. <laughs> yeah, it makes, it kind of makes you guys sound toxic. And he leaned into that. He said, that is so toxic of your roommates. The entire time he's walking me back to my apartment, why won't he leave me alone? He's telling me how toxic my roommates are and that I need to have a talk with them to not do that anymore because you know he's from a broken home and lies are bad and blah 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 anyone who's watching as a broken home i completely like go bad for you both my parents come from broken homes i understand but like please don't use that to somebody you just met two days ago unless you met that person in like a support group but i'm just like oh yeah i'll definitely talk to my roommates about this i'm like I'm not we're gonna have a roommate council yeah he says you need to have an intervention with them <laughs> Use the words intervention. So, but in the entire time I'm thinking, like, why can't this guy take a hand? I want to be left alone. I'm not interested. And you know, I could say, I could say, like, hey, I'm actually not interested in you. But um, then we'll get to what happens on Friday because I do say this because I do realize that I'm not gonna leave this guy on. I'm not gonna continue to lie to him. He already clearly has some trauma to work through. I'm not gonna add to it. I'm not gonna be like, you're just like every other girl here, you know? Because he already used like that. You know, you're not like other. It's Friday, and I kind of actually I don't talk to him till the next Monday. Because this Friday, I do my 007 Jason Bourne best way to avoid this kid. I get to class. The second class is, I, I have not Snapchatted him once. And he's still Snapchatting me. He added me to his private story. <laughs> so American government, the second that class is over, I sprint. I run. And I go a completely different way than, than we went, like, the second day that I knew him to get to the other class. I get there, I immediately get to my group, and they're all guys, and I'm like, guys, just talk to me, just keep a conversation going with me, and they're like, um, okay, so we do, and I'm really thankful for that, these are actually, like, like the chillest guys ever, shout out to Aaron, Hayden, and Josh from Intro to Comparative Politics class, because they were real ones, and <laughs> Rico kept looking at me like, why are you ignoring me or something like that? I know I shouldn't have ignored him. I should have just been flat out. But one thing about me is that I like to ignore. I like to ignore my problems before they get too big. When he was like acting kind of stalkery before too. So you like never know like how. I didn't know how he's going to react. Yeah. Like I didn't know if he was going to be like, yeah, it turns out that he reacted this like the way that I thought he was going to because then Monday class is over intro to comparative politics comes up to me and goes like yo like why are you ignoring me and so I kind of like pull him to the side of like we're in the Hinkley building pull him to the side and I'm like hey listen I bet that you're like a really great guy you know like <laughs> no. I know dude you're like a really great guy even though I'm like <laughs> you're really 
full of yourself. And I'm like, I bet that you're like a really great guy. And I, you know, you seem like a really great friend. I really enjoyed talking to you. But like, I feel like you're a little bit more interested in me in like a romantic way. And I have a boyfriend and it's long distance and that's really new to me. And so, and I didn't think to mention it earlier to you because I thought that we could just be friends, but I don't want to lead you on. I'm really sorry about that. But I would really like to just stay friends. So then he says, uh, uh. like he like looks at me disgusted, looks me up and down. And he was like, you're fat and ugly. Why would I even be interested in you anyways? And then walk away. Okay, and for context, Kenley is, like, super skinny and, like, one of the prettiest people at BYU-Idaho. And I'm not, I'm, like, I'm not just saying that. This is, like, oh, like, make you feel good. But, like, just for context, like, such a lie. But in that moment, I was kind of like, oh, my gosh. He's actually everything I thought he was. That's why I didn't want to say anything because, like, that's how. That's how I, they handle it. They they tell us to be straight up and then. And then they, and then, like, well, I was interested in your fat and ugly anyways. <sighs> And so then we still have to see each other three times a week in two classes. He always shows up to class, the American government class, super late anyways. And then in intro to comparative politics, he just glares at me the entire time. The guys in my group are like, why is he staring at you? And I'm like, I don't know. It wasn't until the last day of class that I told them like, oh, that guy, like it ended badly. So then flash forward a couple weeks later and I'm talking to one of my friends from high school and like her friend. And I was telling them about this experience and they were like, wait, what's his name again? And I'm like, Rico. And they're like, oh my gosh, we know him. <sighs> he did the exact same thing to two of our roommates, dude. <laughs> Rico. Rico, you so nasty. I think thank you not very much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so then I felt a little bit because I felt, I genuinely felt bad. Like, I felt bad that this happened. I felt like I led him on. But then I realized that he did the exact same thing to other girls. I'm like, I don't feel bad anymore. That's up to you, dude, to fix yourself. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, God, this is whores. No. BYU is filled with whores. <laughs> Maybe you're just really mean. Yeah. And then I told my boyfriend, like, a couple days after it happened that it happened. Because I felt like I was, like, hiding something from him. And I got, like, verbally abused for so long. And then he told me, he's like, well, if we're airing our dirty laundry. Dirty laundry. <laughs> I didn't even want to, I wasn't, like, act, I didn't make out with him. I wasn't like, I'm leaving you for him. Like, I, you didn't want to be on, like, the, the date or what, like. Yeah, I didn't want to be on it. I didn't, I just didn't know how to say no. And so he told me, he goes, well, while we're airing our dirty laundry, I redownloaded Mutual and I've been just using it for validation. Oh. Are you kidding me? And the cringiest thing of all is that I forgave him. And I sat there and I said, I was trying. I'm like, no, that's fine. Like, what you did is fine because what I did is so much worse. I think I was trying to make him feel better because what I did was not so much worse. When he told you that you could, like, date other people, I was gone. Yeah, he acted. I was acted upon. Yeah. Maybe a missionary. Learn those things. Learn the lingo, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, and then that ended in a hot garbage fire because it was just like, it was so insecure, like crazy. I always thought that I wanted someone who had like confidence issues because I had already, I had dated guys who were like full of themselves. I realized that I liked that more than the insecurity because I couldn't even, I couldn't even say like, this actor is hot 
without being shoved off a couch. That's that ridiculous. Happened. That happened. He shoved me off a couch, left me a bruise, dude. Which actor was this over? Some guy in Hot or Not, like a black <laughs> guy who was French. Oh, Ooh, and everyone, all the other girls were like saying like, oh my gosh, she's so hot. And they all had boyfriends and their boyfriends were like, yeah, he is. My boyfriend shoves me off a couch, leaves me a bruise in front of everybody. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Did he talk about his celebrity crushes to you? Yeah. And he said, how does that make you feel? And I was like, not bad at all because I can admit that they're hot. And he's like, well, I feel horrible and you aren't understand my feelings and you're just heartless. He called me heartless in the last email that he sent me because I because so I dear dawned him. Not dear dawned him like I'm lead I've met someone else. I said like you've been gone for a long time. We've had like at this point it was like April when I finally did it. And I had not e emailed him once since he like was in the mission field. Cause in the MTC, all those voice memos we were sending back and forth, that was abuse. Every single voice memo. I was getting berated, but like For not like texting him every day yeah he wanted me to text him every single day on his phone break rules for him and so i didn't email him for like six weeks while he was out in the field because i didn't know what to say because i was trying to work through and i'm not gonna get into everything there's way cringier stories in here but he called me heartless in his last email because i didn't send him an email saying that he was sorry that his dog died i didn't know his dog died i didn't read his emails because my ex did we ended in a garbage fire and i said well we're about to end into a garbage fire too because then he told me that he made a pros and cons list about me uh. <laughs> he raw me man no <laughs> yeah like who so then i wrote him an email saying like hey thanks for calling me heartless um don't ever contact me again like don't even try because he tried to get me to like in the last email he tried to say like hey i'm blocked me off of facebook because i blocked him on facebook and i said i don't want to have contact with you ever again like i've looked back on our relationship and it was not good so please remove me from your email list don't ever contact me again and p.s you don't make a pros and cons list about a person like people say that's like the healthiest thing you can do no because i'm not a candy bar in the store that you're gonna make a pros and cons list over. <laughs> but that's that's my cringiest dating at BYUI. When I look back, I just I cringe at myself mainly for not like standing up for myself because I've definitely learned since then to stand up for myself and say when I feel uncomfortable and you know and that's pretty cringy. But I also think it's cringy on like the culture here that women yeah. feel like they can't. When so many so many people like feel that way men and women feel yeah like they can't say no because it like will hurt their feelings and in the end they are just stuck in a horrible situation so. one is hard because like they're like everyone here kind of knows each other like you see each other on campus a lot there's fhe groups and stuff and so you're like if i make it awkward between us like I, like it's gonna like affect like every friendship that was super cringy i don't know how much that translated i don't think that was a linear storytelling at all <laughs> I've got ADHD and my meds have worn off. So, all right now, y'all. Rachel's going to share with us one of her many, 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 many cringy stories. <laughs> so, as Kenley was talking about her story with freaking Rico and all the trauma dumping, I thought of my trauma dumping story. So, if you are insecure because you don't have any cringy BYU Idaho dating stories, I have one suggestion for you. Download Mutual. <laughs> 
that will open the gates for you to have so many cringy stories. So I download Mutual right when I get back from my mission and I have to like expand the radius because I ran out of people in Idaho. <laughs> Not a lot here. Yeah, there's not a lot here. We got a lot of potatoes. And I just, I don't like the cowboy tractor, babe. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to sit on your tractor with you. Take me for a ride, <laughs> And there's this guy from like Sandy, Utah or something. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> but that's... Anonymity? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's call him Craig. Craig. So... Me and Craig match. And it's like, it's one of those people that it's like, it could go either way. You're like, you're either like really cute or like, like it, it depends on the personality at this point. Like you can, you can go either way. Medium ugly. Yeah, he's medium ugly. And so you're like, I don't know. It, it really depends on his personality at this point. <laughs> so he he comes up to, to Idaho and he's like, let's go country swing dancing. And I'm like, I don't like country dancing, but I hadn't figured that out yet. Like I'd been a few times. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. And so he's like driving up and all my friends are like, he's driving four hours for you. And I was like, no, no, no this is the first day. Like this. he comes in and like that semester we kind of had a cult with like the boys in the basement next door that like we were just always hanging out together the basement boys yeah <laughs> shout out to the basement boys so they were over when this guy comes to pick me up for the date and he has the weirdest facial hair like the angles no. <laughs> like he has like the goatee and just like sharp angles on his cheek like no. i don't know how to describe it but like geometric <laughs> <laughs> like geometry move out of the way he has some sharp angles here you know 37 degrees <laughs> he like shows the kids his face he's like okay use your protractor on this one <laughs> yeah so we walk out the door to go like country dancing and the two of the basement boys look at each other and they're like he looks like a rapist you need to save rachel <laughs> and so Ben. Shout out to Ben, Ben and Kaylin. So, um, my friend Ben follows us to like country dancing just to like keep an eye on us and stuff. And he fits right in because he's like a lumberjack, redneck, and like we love it. He like comes and the guy I'm on a date with had told me like, oh yeah, I used to go country dancing every week. Like I'm so good at it. And so I was excited because like it's fun to go country dancing with somebody who like knows what they're doing. You know, I was like excited and stuff. We go in there and for a second he's just like standing by the wall being awkward. And I was like, be like dance or what? Ben's watching this whole time just being like, what the frick is going on? Finally, I'm like, okay, let's dance. And he's like, okay. We go out onto the floor and are just doing like the classic just like step. Oh, shout out to everyone in Idaho who had to learn that elementary school. <laughs> you learn it to elementary school and middle school. I don't know if I had to learn it in high school because I did online PE. Don't <laughs> <laughs> like that. So we're just doing like the step thing, but it only lasts for like four seconds. And then he like let's go my hands and stands back over at the wall and i was like this is weird because this was his idea and so that's not very i go to country dancing every single week kind of. i know i'm like he didn't even give me a spin he didn't even stay out on the dance floor for like half a song it's literally like four seconds so i was like he's okay weird <laughs> he's waiting for cotton eye joe so he can show his true colors and i was like okay whatever just like okay so i'm standing with him being like okay well he, maybe he's just uncomfortable and he was uncomfortable and he was talking about how he was uncomfortable and i was like okay why you said like he's like okay maybe we can try again in a couple songs and so we're just standing at the try wall again? <laughs> what is this <laughs> so we like again. wait a couple songs ben is just like asking girls to dance like he's He's having fun and stuff. And then finally, my date's like, okay, fine. I think I'm ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And so I'm finally ready. <laughs> <laughs> Take my country dancing. And so, yeah, so we're, we dance. It, it's a little longer this time. It's like 30 seconds. But this time, I'm like kind of uncomfortable. I'm like, he's he's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> he's like uncomfortable at country dancing, doing steps. Oh, that's a good question. He was probably like, he was either like my same height or a little shorter. I'm thinking like 5'10", 5'11", vibes. Yeah, Rachel is six foot. She's a six foot beautiful giant. And we love her for that. We love a tall queen. We have an entire foot difference between us. <laughs> but, but she's six foot. High differences make the greatest friends. I don't know. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm like dancing with him and I'm like so uncomfortable and I'm trying to find Ben and make eye contact with him but Ben's not looking over and I'm like and then I did something really dumb he was like cam done after like 30 seconds probably less and I was like I mean do you want to like leave or something he was like yeah and I was like do you want to like go on a drive why would you do that girl yeah I'm like I'm uncomfortable with him how about I'm alone in a car with him in the middle of nowhere that sounds great <laughs> and so we like go in the car and stuff and he asked me like one question about myself the whole night he's like how many siblings do you have and I was like oh I have like five brothers and a sister and he's like oh cool I have this many siblings and then he just goes off he's like yeah I just hate all my siblings like I have to lie to them and say I don't have a job because they're gonna ask money from me and I have a sister who like gets drunk and then calls me in the middle of the night because she thinks she's gonna get raped if she walks back to her apartment and like he's just going off about how much he hates his family hates his mom all this stuff and I'm like, that's not attractive. That is like the number one red flag. If you are going to say that you hate your sisters or that you hate your mom without like a good purpose, like unless they are like the most abusive people on the planet, dude, that's like a number one turn off, dude. Yeah. And so I'm just like zoning in and out at this point because I'm like, I don't really care about your family trauma. Like maybe if like we went on a few dates first, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. But like at this point, I'm like, I really want to go home. But we had only been out for like 30 minutes. And I was like, that's a really short date. Like, can I really go home at this point? So we find our way back to Rexburg in the car. I'm alive and everything. And he's like, well, is there anything else you want to do? And I was thinking, I want to go home immediately. <laughs> I have this thing where I don't want them to feel bad. Like I, I like I want to hate them without them knowing. <laughs> And so I was like, I don't know, like, we can get ice cream or something. And he's like, are you trying to kill me? I'm lactose intolerant. Not the lactose intolerant! Like, lactose intolerance is a personality trait. It is, it's part of mine. Because it's like, either I'm edgy and I'm going to eat, like, like, ice cream and cheese anyway. Or it's like, um, I tried to kill him because I didn't know about his lactose intolerance. And I tried to uh, get ice cream with him, so... How dare you, toxic manipulator. Get out. No, I think that you are the <laughs> Yeah, like, how dare I want ice cream? How, like, how could I just not sense that he was, like, a lactose intolerant person? Like, if I was an empath, I'd be able to... I Me sense that you can't have ice cream. <laughs> Me as an empath sensing that they can't eat cheese. <laughs> well, it's also on him, too, because, like, as a lactose intolerant person, it's your job to... It's like, hi, my name is so-and-so, I'm lactose intolerant. Actually, you should say, hi, I'm lactose intolerant, also my name is so-and-so. <laughs> and every time you have, like, a, you see food, you go, I'm lactose intolerant. Well, because, like, lactose intolerance, it's it's a big red flag, and so if you don't show it, like, immediately there's something wrong with you, you're a psychopath. How is it a big red flag? I, I think that the majority of the population of the world has lactose intolerance. No, because listen to this, like... Shout out, shout out in the comments if you can't eat cheese without having to fart. <laughs> no, but, like, the thing is, like, you're really, like, it, like, I don't... Just watch, I'm gonna marry somebody who's lactose intolerant. Like, I... 
Cheese is my favorite food. Cheese and ice cream. Those are the two food groups. Um, no, ew. I'm like, if I want something savory, cheese. If I want something sweet, ice cream. Like, there's there's no reason to have any other kind of food. Ew, what? Is that a thing? Sonic used to sell jalapeno ice cream. Ew. Wait, what was that one ice cream? Oh, wait. No, I feel like there was another one. It was like red. Mac and cheese ice cream. Remember that? No. That was like an internet thing for a while. Well, I know here that we have potato ice cream potato chip ice cream it's like ice cream with potato chips in it oh. don't look at me like that dude reed's I'm ice cream like reed's dairy where they put the potato flakes in like that's okay but anything beyond that that's where i dropped the line you just aren't a she's not a true idaho girl in Utah. dude i'm gonna shove it down my gullet <laughs> <laughs> i'm dying after this podcast the second i leave the podcast i've completed all i need to do in life i'm gonna be lifted up in the heaven yeah, this is where you peak. Yeah. What's the thing when Moses? What's it translated? Called? I'll be translated into heaven after this. Well, thank you, Kenley, for coming on the show today. Would you like to promote your socials? I would like to promote my socials. I'm, I'm a Gen Z whore for followers. <laughs> my at is Kenley Everett. Uh, get get out your pen and paper. That's K E N L E Y. E-V-E-R-E-T-T-T. So three T's. You'll find me. Any men out there who want to go on a date. I'm so unavailable. I'm going on my mission. <laughs> it's January. Hit my lines. <laughs> I will not respond. I don't like responding to people. Also, I have a TikTok. I have a lot of followers on there. That's Kenley Ever X. So K-E-N-L-E-Y-E-V-E-R. Then the letter X. And yeah, I'm really funny on there too. Well, thank you for tuning in to iCringe. Tune in next week to hear more cringy stories. I'm sorry, was that bad? No, that was so good.